Attention! This makes absolutely no sense. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sanders Facts. Hello. Hey, everyone. What's going on? Zader's Facts Podcast. All new episode this week, episode 8, week of Wednesday, March 24th. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, subscribe, download, rate, and review the Zader's Facts Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Tell all your friends. Spread the word. Zader's Facts Podcast. We're back. And I know everyone wants to rag on me about my picks from last week. Oh, gosh. Those were, they were terrible. Holy cow. I have... Half of my final four in, though, so not as bad as some people, but I mean, holy cow, it was crazy weekend, tons of upsets, March Madness, we'll get to that a little bit later, but I got some stuff this week that's making my blood boil in politics, oh boy, so let's get into that. First off, gun control, uh-oh, first time we talked about this on Zeta's Facts, so let's go, how about this, Monday, a guy in Boulder, Colorado, decided it would be a good day for a shooting spree. Ten people, one police officer included in that, died in a mass shooting at a grocery store on Monday in Boulder, Colorado. Suspect was 21 years old. He was charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder. We don't know the motive. He used an AR-15-style weapon, which is used in a lot of these. We'll get to that in a second. I mean, this is just adding on. Colorado's history mass shootings. We've had... Colorado has been one of the worst states for mass shootings in this country. Columbine happened in 1999. That was like really the first big one that we saw in this country in this time period. And then the Aurora Theater in 2012, these have all been in the Denver area. And this was the seventh mass shooting in the last week in this country. So back on Tuesday the 16th, last week, Eight people died in the Atlanta shootings. We'll get to that in a moment. That's a whole nother discussion that we're going to get to in a moment. Wednesday the 17th, five people were shot preparing a vigil in Stockton, California. Thursday the 18th, four people were shot in Gresham, Oregon, which is east of Portland. On Saturday the 20th, five people were shot inside a Houston club. Eight people were shot and one died in Dallas. And five people were shot with one dead at an illegal party in Philadelphia. COVID illegal party. And then on Monday, we get this one in Boulder, Colorado. So, now we get to talk about gun control. Oh boy. No, Hooray. no, not! So on Tuesday, the new president, whose name is Joe Biden, we've got, this is the first time that this debate's been reignited under this presidency. So the president called for universal background checks and an assault weapons ban on Tuesday. That's a pretty big deal. The President of the United States saying that. We haven't really had a President of the United States saying those things. That they should happen. Under his watch. So the Washington Post found that from 1981 to 2017, 83.5% of mass shooting fatalities have come from assault weapons. Going to give you some facts here. Zader's facts. So both of these measures already passed the House last year. The democratically controlled House. Of course, we know who controlled the Senate presidency. So it didn't happen. 
and it would need 60 votes still to pass this Senate, 50-50 Senate, unless we do something about the filibuster. That's a whole other thing that we're not even going to get to today, but we need to get to later on. And so the assault weapons ban, which was previously in place in this country, if you didn't know, from 1994 to 2004, which is passed by the Democrats when Bill Clinton was president, but was not renewed after its 10-year time period in 2004 under, guess who, Bush and the Republicans, yeah, we know. So, some stats here on this assault weapons ban, everybody's like, Wah. how about this? The Washington Post also found that the number of gun massacres dropped by 37% from the 10-year period before the ban was instituted to the 10-year time period while the ban was instituted. And the number of people dying from mass shootings dropped by 43%. Yep. And in the 10-year period after the ban expired, which was 2004 to 2014, mass shootings increased by 183%, and deaths from mass shootings increased by 239%. Wow! But Republicans don't seem to like this very much. I wonder why. Because the Pew Research poll in October 2019 found that 60% of Americans believe gun laws should be more strict. 50, only 52% found that they should be more strict in 2017. And only 28% believe they're just about right. And 11% believe they should be less strict. Well, it seems that 11% is apparently the silent majority that they've been talking about. But they're not silent. They're also not the majority. And another poll in September of 2019, a Marist PBS NPR poll, broke it down. 83% of Americans support requiring background checks for private and gun show sales. 72% require a license before a gun purchase. 61% support banning the sale of high-capacity magazines. And 57% support banning the sale of semi-automatic weapons. And 55% said the U.S. should prioritize controlling gun violence instead of prioritizing protecting gun rights, which 39% said they should do. So, once again, we did this with the COVID bill. Overwhelming majorities of Americans support what the Democrats are doing. And the Republicans are in Congress and they say, eh, you know, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> That's all they say, thoughts and prayers. I mean, give me a break. When is that enough? And then every Tuesday, oh my gosh, everyone's favorite, our boy that we talked about a couple weeks ago, Raphael Edward Cancun Cruz, said that every time shooting happens, we engage in theater. You know, why are we all whining? Thoughts and prayers. Oh, give me a break. You should be more concerned about what they're doing in Cancun. Give me a ugh. And they keep saying now is not the time to address gun control issues. A lot of Republicans who are getting money from the NRA, which is a bankrupt organization, by the way, mostly because of their own incompetence. <laughs> I mean, come on. They say now is not the time to address gun control issues. Well, okay. So when is? Because this has been going on for decades now. I told you Columbine was in 1999. That was 20 two years ago and all we've been doing is thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers after sandy hook happened thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers oh prayer for the individuals but we're grieving now's not the time that's like if after we were attacked by japan in world war ii 
FDR went up there in front of Congress and said, We can't act right now, we have to grieve. We have to have time to grieve. Instead of going to war. That's like after 9-11, if everyone said, Oh, we can't do anything right now, we have to grieve. Instead of doing all the things they did with the intelligence agencies. I mean, come on. It's incompetence. Well, partly because Republicans keep talking about the Second Amendment. So, how about this? All right. This is what the Second Amendment says. Word for word. If you don't believe me, look it up. But I'm about to say it. Quote, A well-regulated militia, being necessary to the security of a free state, right of the people to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. Well, well, I mean, the Constitution must say, They can't take our guns, we're Americans! Well, I would wonder if the Constitution, which was written and adopted in the 1770s and 80s, I wonder if the founders envisioned that we would have these semi-automatic rifles that shoot 40 rounds a minute. Boom, 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 boom. Back in the day, <laughs> back in the Revolutionary War, the Civil War too, you had to prepare the gun, that took minutes. Shoot it, you clean it, prepare it again, shoot it, minutes. Minutes between shots. But now we just go, it's milliseconds between shots now. So I don't know if the Second Amendment protected the right to go shoot up any place or anyone we wanted, but apparently that's what Republicans are saying. Apparently we can do that. Because it's been happening, but they say, you can't take our guns, Second Amendment. So apparently we can do that. Oh, I didn't know. That's just weird. Fascination is just weird. It's like we don't talk about, they don't talk about how great the First Amendment is, or the Third, or the Fourth, or the Fifth, or whatever. Second Amendment. It, they're like predicating their lives based upon what the Constitution says. Well, if we did that, then why don't we count blacks as three-fifths of a person? Because that's what the Constitution says. Women shouldn't be able to vote. That's what the Constitution said. It was written centuries ago. That's like living your entire life off of the Bible, which people do! Which was written centuries and centuries ago. That's like living in the first century. Jesus was alive. Let's live like Jesus. Give me a break. Well, apparently, you know, that's like saying, It's only a marriage between men and women. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Well, the Bible was, well, ah, that's the New Testament was written in the first century. You have to go B.C. for the Old Testament. I mean, these are, what? We are basing our lives in 2021 off of documents and pages of religious artifacts that were written centuries and centuries, and centuries ago. It doesn't make any sense. Why do you think black people can now vote? And they're now counted as one out of one person. And women can vote. Because we amended the Constitution. Because it was severely flawed. And as we're seeing now, it still is. So why don't we do something about it? But if Republicans want to live exactly how it's written apparently it's unfixable we can't do anything about it apparently in this country but other countries have been able to here we go i'm gonna give you some examples i found this from business insider in australia 
the government paid its citizens to buy back their guns back in 1997 because they had a shooting that left 36 people dead in 1996. I mean, come on. You know how many of those happened in this country? And with a one-time tax increase, one time, not passed over. So the government's taking more of your money. Over 600,000 automatic and semi-automatic weapons and pump-action shotguns were bought and destroyed in that time period. Gun death totals were cut nearly in half in the next few years. Well, Australia, you're not a democracy. Well, they are. In Japan, how about this? To get a gun in Japan, you must attend an all-day class, pass a written test, and achieve at least a 95% accuracy rate during a shooting range test. And then you have to pass a mental health evaluation and a background check. And every three years, you must retake the class and exam and pass, just like you did the first time. And you can only buy shotguns and air rifles, no pistols. Those are legal. And in a country with a population of over 127 million people, less than 10 people die a year in Japan due to shooting deaths. In Norway, Norway is interesting because they have kind of the social cohesion between the citizens and the government. So they're living peacefully up there. But in Norway... An analysis in 2015 found that the number of fatal shootings by Norway's police force in the last nine years, so 2006 to 2015, equaled the number of fatal shootings by the U.S. police force in one That's day. That's a fact! Norway's not that small, kids. Norway also requires its police officers to undergo a three-year training program. So they're much better trained, too. Oh, they also have a lot less guns than we do per person. I'm going to get all those statistics. But in the UK, they ban semi-automatic and pump-action firearms and the private ownership of handguns around when Australia's buyback program was. And the UK's buyback program led to the purchase of 162,000 guns and 700 tons of ammunition by the government. And in New Zealand, New Zealand's is the most recent because they instituted the semi-automatic rifle ban after that 2019 shooting in Christchurch that left 51 dead in the mosque. It's led to 36,000 guns being collected as of November 2019. So one final statistic here, Zaner's Facts. Gunpolicy.org estimates that for every 100 people in the U.S., there are 120 and a half firearms possessed by American citizens. How about that? So in all the other countries that I just said, that number in Australia is 13.7. In Japan, it is 0.3. In Norway, it's 28.8. In the UK, it's 5.03. And in New Zealand, it's 33. And in our next door neighbor... Up north, Canada, it's 34.7. So no, I wouldn't say it's unfixable. I think it's a lack of willingness to fix the problem. Because there are people in the government who are trying to fix the problem. But there are also some people, Republicans, who are not trying to fix the problem. 
And how about this? Just got word here, recording this on Tuesday the 23rd, by the way, that Joe Manchin apparently does not support the proposals in the House. Well, okay, there you go. That's why I should have had a bigger majority. Barely had this majority, by the way, because of Georgia. But now that Joe Manchin, I mean, give me a break. We'll see what happens. But, I mean, do we really think anything's going to happen? Joe Biden could issue executive orders. People would probably whine, they're taking my guns. Sue them. Whatever. It's a big, important issue, though. People are dying. People are scared to go to work or school or the grocery store. Oh, I could get hunted down in the grocery store. Well, you could, because it's happening. I'm going to leave that there. We'll see what happens. Get back to this. Seven mass shootings in seven days in this country. And another big one. And it's just thoughts and prayers. We've got people in government who are trying to act on it. And we've got people who are not. I talked about the Atlanta shooting a little bit ago because that was the first of seven in the last week. Well, that brings up a whole other issue. Hate crimes, which have exploded against Asian Americans in the last year. I wonder why. So in this shooting, we'll talk about why, eight people died, six Asian women are dead. 21-year-old suspect, look at that, same age, that's a coincidence. (laughs) A lot of this stuff is a coincidence, that is. The suspect targeted three separate Asian-owned massage parlors in the Atlanta area, and they weren't next to each other either. He had to drive to them. He was caught traveling south of Atlanta hours afterwards, but they got him. And the police said he was having a bad day. Oh, well, if he was having a bad day. I didn't know that was a bad day. I thought I was having a bad day the other day, and my bracket was totally busted. So I... Stopped watching basketball and did something else. I didn't go out and shoot people. But apparently that's having a bad day. They also won't say it was a hate crime. Of course, we all know, Xander's Facts listeners know, because I'm about to tell you that it was three separate Asian-owned massage parlors, spas, that were not in walking distance. He had to drive to. Give me a break. After all that's gone on, and they still won't say, not even Biden said, I mean, give me a break. I mean, come on. If this doesn't show you that the police system in this country needs to be reformed, not defunded, but reformed. Because don't let anyone tell you that they're trying to get rid of the police. Because that's stupid bull. That's not true. I just want to know if this, it's incompetence. What they said. He was having a bad day. This wasn't a hate crime. It's incompetence. And is it widespread? I don't know. But I said, oh, oh, I said coincidences. And I said, I wonder why this is happening. Well, we really only have to point to one man to find out why this is happening. I wonder who it is. Well, his name, if you didn't know, is Donnie Boy. Donald John. T. Rump. He started all this nonsense. Remember? China virus, Wuhan flu, it's China's fault. There's a reason he was saying all that crap. Part of it was because he's just a racist. 
But he is still, this wasn't even before. They told him to stop. He stopped for a little bit. And then he kept doing it. He said it a couple weeks ago. And his statement, he's not even president anymore. And he said, remember, when you get that vaccine, it's my doing. If Hillary Clinton was president, you wouldn't have it for five years. Well, we have him now, and Joe Biden's president. And millions and millions of people are getting vaccinated every day, which is a lot more than it was during Trumpy, who didn't have a plan at all. And he's been instigated, too. A lot of people on the right. You look at Fox News, Max Lee Dobbs. <laughs> I mean, they were literally putting that name in their Chirons on the screen, the headlines. It said, Wuhan flu is coming for you. I mean... And talk radio, Rush. <laughs> you know, we're still going to talk about... You could still hate on Rush. Who cares if he's gone? You could still hate on him. That's like... That's like saying, oh, you can't hate on Stalin or Hitler anymore because they're dead. Give me a break. He was a bad man, and you could still talk, say bad things about him now. I don't care. Anyway, gosh, that was a little rant. All of this has led to a stunning rise in hate crimes against Asians in America over the last year. They have gone way up. So between 2019 and 2020, overall hate crimes Big declined. Back and coming. But among Asian Americans, they spiked 149% in that time frame. This is according to Cal State, California State University's Center for the study of hate and extremism. And f according to the Stop AAPI Hate Coalition, AAPI is Asian American and Pacific Islander, if you didn't know, from March 19th of 2020, which was about when the lockdown started, to February 28th of this year, end of February, there were 3,795 first-hand complaints of racism and discrimination against Asian Americans. And how many else do you think there were? Those were ones that were reported. I mean, goodness gracious. But I'll say this about our boy Donnie. It's not entirely his fault. It, eh, a lot of it is. But these roots stem farther than him. Because for centuries we have been denigrating Asians in America. Go all the way. Let's go back to 1850, the 1850s. When the gold rush was happening in California on the West Coast. People on the West Coast were worried that Chinese immigrants were coming to take their jobs. Kind of like how people are worried about how Mexicans are trying to come take their jobs. Oh no! Racism. And in 1882, Congress passed the Chinese Exclusion Act, which banned Chinese immigration until 1943. And remember, in the early 1940s, which was when World War II was going on, which was when we were fighting Japan... They thought it was a good idea to wrap all the Asians up and put them in internment camps, which was also racist. And that's what the Nazis did to Jews. Apparently we thought it was a good idea. Give me a break. And after 9-11, when we had the hate crime spike against Muslims, against Asians too, because a lot of Asians from South Asia are Muslims. So even if they didn't even know if they're Muslim. Just assumed. So it's just another chapter in the history of hate in America. Because it's been going on. But I can tell you, if the president, the former president, had not said, 
China virus, Wuhan flu, I should stop saying them. But if he hadn't said those things, do you think all the Asians would be attacked right now? No. It'd still be bad because we've still got people out there who are saying, blame China, it's their fault, blame their people. Still being racist. Systemic racism. It's there. Don't let anyone tell you it's not. Because if they're telling you, they're probably the ones who are a part of the problem. <laughs> oh my god. So we've had a really bad week. Last couple of weeks. Last year. But, you know, remember before coronavirus in the news, and if the news wasn't talking about Trump, what they were probably talking about was shootings and guns. Go turn on your local news. If you live in like a big media market, all you're going to hear about is, well, today there was a shooting at this house, and then there was another one at this house. Those are domestic incidents with shootings, and people are dying. People die every day in this country from guns. And I showed you all those other countries that barely have anybody people dying from guns. Because it's amazing, our fascination with guns. Why do we need them? If you don't agree with me, then hit me up and come on this podcast, because I don't understand it. Why do you need a gun that shoots 40 rounds a minute? What are you trying to get? A deer? Oh, those deers are fast. Gotta keep going. Give me a break. That's all I got for this week. Sanders facts. Thanks goodness that's over. For politics, but we, we still gotta get to the March Madness, because I know I was kind of... Eh, I know my... If you followed my picks last week, you're probably in the same doghouse as I am. Not doing very well. But I'm going to give you my... <laughs> to recap all that, we're going to give you my Sweet 16 picks because that starts Saturday. Oh boy. Well, I'm so excited because we've got... We had a ton of upsets and you'll see who I've got going to the Final Four. That's all coming up right here as the Xander's Facts Podcast continues. Sanders Facts. All right, guys, let's take a second here to talk about my good old buds at Instacart. I've been telling you about Instacart here for a couple weeks now. So Instacart will set a personal shopper out to deliver your favorite products from local stores to your door in as fast as an hour. I mean, come on, how about that? Plus, you can choose from a ton of stores around you to always get what you need. And Instacart helps you to find the best deals on all the things you usually buy and will give you smart suggestions for new items you might like. So what are you waiting for? And how about this? I got a new offer for you all. So now through Sunday, March 28th, you can get 20% off your first order with a $35 minimum dollar purchase in honor of St. Patrick's Day. I mean, come on. I mean, what's not to love about that? All you have to do is use the link in this episode's description, and when you're ordering, enter promo code 20%SAVE. That's 20%SAVE20PCTSAVE. That's the promo code. Plus, if you're a new customer, you can get free delivery on your first order above $35 too. But you only have until Sunday, March 28th. So use the link right now to get 20% off your first order over $35. Promo code is only available in the U.S. for new customers only. Can be used with any retailer and non-stackable, but can be used on top of free delivery on your first order offer. So go shop without even leaving your home with Instacart today. Sanders Packs! Alright y'all, welcome back. Sanders Facts Podcast. Oh, let me tell you something. If y'all don't try Instacart, I'm going to come to your house and make you because it's awesome. And I'm promoting it, so please help the show and help Instacart. How about that? So, March Madness. 
man. Don't, don't trash me too hard. I know. My bracket is a mess. Ha ha, loser. First off, well, it didn't start so great because the first game Friday was the Virginia Tech game. And as y'all know, I'm a Hokies fan and I'm a Hokie. But they lost in overtime to Florida. Florida then lost Oral Roberts. Ugh. But, you know. So then I was, uh, then I didn't have a perfect bracket. My team lost. So then I was, uh, what am I doing here? But then a lot of upsets happened. So, you know, when, you're, when your bracket just gets trashed, you start pulling for the upsets. And there were a bunch of them. There's a 15 seed in the Sweet 16. I mean, come on, how about that? This is the second time ever that a 15 seed has made it to the Sweet 16. Of course, that seed is a school, Christian school. Uh, Shouldn't really support them. They're kind of evil, but, you know, Oral Roberts. (laughs) I don't know. Half my, I'd said half my Final Four is up, though. It's still in there. Baylor, Florida State. Because the other two I had, Iowa and Oklahoma State, lost. Well, Iowa just got beat up by Oregon. Like, that was a game. That was where two great offenses and two horrible defenses. They scored a lot of points in that game. And then Oklahoma State, mm, they lost Oregon State. Oregon State is on a roll. They haven't lost since before the Pac-12 tournament. I mean, come on. They wouldn't be in the tournament if they had, hadn't won the Pac-12 tournament. Oregon State wouldn't have but they are in the Sweet 16. I mean, that's insane. How about that? It's, it was one of the craziest first weekends of the tournament history. How about this? The average seed out of the 16 teams in the Sweet 16 is 5.88. That is the highest average seed in the history of the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament. It's a fact. That's insane. And how about this? The Pac-12 who I have been ragging on for weeks, I said, they're the worst. They are 9-1 and one so far in this tournament. They got five teams in. One of them lost. Only loss was Colorado. They went out in the last round, so they are 9-1. and one. They have four teams go into the Sweet 16, and two of them play each other on Sunday. So one of them's going to lose. But the Big Ten and the Big 12... I was kind of thinking the Big Ten was overhyped. I thought the Big 12 was the best conference in the country, though. But those two conferences only have one team each remaining. I mean, come on. That's crazy. So there are four double-digit seeds in. Syracuse and UCLA are two 11 seeds. So those were two of the last four teams in. They're in the Sweet 16. Oregon State is a 12 seed, and Oral Roberts is that 15 seed. Ugh. I don't know. So my bracket didn't do so well. But I'm still going to give you my Sweet 16 picks. (laughs) Usually it begins Thursday, but this year they switched all up. So the Sweet 16 begins Saturday and Sunday, and the Elite Eight starts Monday because the 16 teams in the Elite Eight are going to go down to eight, and the winners of the Elite Eight go to the Final Four next weekend. We'll have all that next week. So... Here's my predictions for who's going to the Final Four now. I know I told you back in the day, but this is newly updated. I know ESPN has that tournament challenge second chance game that you can play after the first weekend. This is what I'm doing right here. So let's start out in the West. 
Gonzaga and Creighton play each other Sunday, 210 CBS. I got Gonzaga winning that game. I know last week I had all I had tons of notes. I had like ten pages of notes that I had stats and players and all that. Well, that didn't help me out so good. So now I'm going on to women, I'm telling you. Gonzaga's gonna win. You see USC plays Oregon on Sunday at nine forty five on TBS. USC is gonna win. Actually, that should be a really good game because Oregon just whooped Iowa, who I thought was going to the Final Four. And USC just whooped Kansas. And Kansas was the three seed, and USC's the six seed. And USC beat them up by like 30 points, I think. That was crazy. That should be a really good game. And then Gonzaga will play USC on Tuesday in the Elite Eight, I think. And I think that USC, the Trojans, move on to the Final Four. I think so. I think Gonzaga is going to have one of their slow starts. I said last week, and I think I said a few weeks ago, Gonzaga has started slow in a bunch of games against inferior opponents. And when they're playing a six seed to go to the Final Four, when they're in the Elite Eight, uh, I think they're going to start slow. And against USC's offense, I don't think they're going to be able to catch up. USC wins that game. They go to the Final Four to the East. Also on Sunday, Michigan plays Florida State at 5 o'clock on CBS. I think Florida State's going to win that game. The Knowles. Actually, I had Florida State winning that game. This was a right, correct matchup, so good for me. Back in the Gonzaga-Creighton, I think, was too. USC-Oregon was not. I didn't have any of those teams in. Oregon, I didn't have going to the, past the first round because VCU got COVID. And luckily, that they've been the only team to uh, have to pause their program during the tournament because of COVID. So that's a good thing. But Oregon... I don't think it's going to win. I thought USC was going to the Final Four. I think Florida State's going to beat Michigan. Other game in the East is UCLA and Alabama. Alabama! I think Alabama's going to win that game. I don't think I had any of those teams in. I think I had Texas beating... Well, I know I had them beating Abilene Christian, and then they lost to him. Give me a break. Abilene Christian. Who? That's Sunday, 7-15 TBS. Florida State plays Alabama Tuesday in the Elite Eight. Florida State wins that game, as I predicted earlier. Florida State goes to the Final Four. They play USC, which I'll get to. In the South, Baylor and Villanova. I had Baylor before. Not Villanova, though. I thought they were going to lose to Winthrop. They didn't. They won. They won their second round matchup. They're in the Sweet 16. I think they'll lose to Baylor Saturday, 5-15 CBS. That's Saturday. And also on Saturday, in the Sweet 16 in the South, 7-25 on TBS. There's a difference I'm saying here. CBS and TBS. Some of these games, yeah. Arkansas plays Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts has beaten Ohio State and Florida. They will not beat Arkansas, though. Did I say Arkansas before? Arkansas will move on to play Baylor in the Elite Eight on Monday. And I think Baylor wins. I didn't pick Arkansas to go very far in my first bracket. So, you know, I probably wouldn't have picked them to win their Sweet 16 matchup, but they're playing Oral Roberts. And I can't pick Oral Roberts. Just from a basketball standpoint and from a humanitarian standpoint. I don't know. Baylor goes to the Final Four. They will play... The next team I pick out of the Midwest. So in the Midwest, it's Loyola Chicago and Oregon State. Ooh, 8 v. 12. Highest seeds. Saturday, 240 on CBS. That's the first Sweet 16 matchup of the weekend. 
the Ramblers, they beat a one seed, Illinois. Everyone, holy cow, Illinois was like the second most picked team to win the whole thing. Loyola Chicago just said, nope. And Oregon State's there too. I thought this would have been Illinois, Oklahoma State. It's not. It's Loyola Chicago and Oregon State. And these are two teams that are on fire. And fuego. But I've got Loyola Chicago winning. Sister Jean, whatever she's doing, it's working. Sister Jean pulls Loyola Chicago ahead. I said, I said they were going to lose to Georgia Tech in the first round because I think that 2018, 2018 team is going to just overshadow them throughout, you know, for years to come. But they're not. So I was wrong. And I'll admit I was wrong. Unlike some people who admit they're wrong. But that's a discussion we had previously in this podcast. But I think Loyola Chicago is going to win. And the other game is Syracuse and Houston. Syracuse is the 11th seed. Houston's the two seed. And I had Houston going to the Elite Eight. I think I did. And I have them going here again. Houston beat Syracuse. That game is Saturday, 9.55 p.m. in the East on TBS. Ooh, that's a late game. And then in the Elite Eight, Loyola Chicago plays Houston. I had Oklahoma State play in Houston. And I had Oklahoma State beating Houston. But I think Houston's going to win. I think they're going to beat Loyola Chicago. No, no, no. Sister Jean doesn't get past this one to another Final Four. Houston does. They are probably the most underrated team out there right now in the tournament. Because we're all talking about, oh, Roberts, whoa, USC, Oregon, Loyola Chicago. Houston's underrated, and they're a two seed. Give me a break. That game's on Monday. Houston gets to the Final Four. They play Baylor. So my bold predictions for the Final Four, which is next weekend. USC plays Florida State. Baylor plays Houston. Oh, that's an all-Texas matchup. Texas isn't good at many things. They think they're good at basketball, though. They're not good at winterizing their climate, their energy, their climate. Oh, my gosh. There you go. And I'm not even going to pick those. But if I did, Florida State, Baylor, Baylor wins. Terrible. If I did, I had to pick it. I said I wasn't going to. I did. That's it. That's Sanders Facts for this week. There you go. There's, there's my politics rant. Take that seriously. There's my March Madness rant. Don't take that as seriously because knowing what happened last weekend... It's not going to happen, but we'll see. I hope so, because I don't want to come on here next week. Next week is spring break for me, y'all. Let me just tell you something. So I'm going to be relaxing. I'm still going to have a podcast here for you this week. I was I was on the edge. I was going to say, eh, I might not have a podcast this week, but I will, just for you all. I'll have my final four predictions, and next week, I wanted to get to this this week, but I didn't have time because I was talking about so much. We're going to investigate what's going on in the southern border. Because some people are whining, and a lot of people are whining, because it's not good stuff going on down there. There's a migrant surge. People, I'm going to call out a name here. A show that I like to watch in the mornings is called Morning Joe. It's on MSNBC. It's the news. Joe Scarborough, who likes to say he's a conservative all the time, which, okay, he was a Republican. He's now talking about using force against these immigrants. So you know which side he stands on. I mean, come on. Seriously, give me a break. They helped get Trump elected. They put them, they put him on their show as much as they could. And then they had to repent for it. And I don't know if they did. Because he gets them the ratings. Now, the media is really just trying to find something for a scandal for Biden. 
And I think it's this. Eh, I don't know. They did see him tripping the other day, so Fox News has a month of content. <laughs> he tripped. Oh no! He's he's falling ill! Give me a break. Come on. Subscribe, download, rate, and review Zares Facts Podcast. If you want more of this, go follow us on the Twitter, the Facebook, and the Instagram, and spread the word! If you haven't listened to our previous podcasts, go do it, because they're almost as exciting as this one. They just get better each week, don't they? <laughs> but we'll see you all next week. Final Four Immigration! See y'all. Bye-bye. Man, that was rough.